In this video, I'm going to share with you my thoughts on spirituality and earning a living in the world because very often there's a conflict there and an internal incongruency. When people have had an awakening or, or whatever you want to define that as, it's very often the case that people cannot continue what they were doing prior to the so-called awakening as their reference point for life has sort of opened up and expanded per se. So for the average person, this probably won't resonate with you uh, in the sense that if you haven't had that experience, you'll probably be okay doing what you've always done until uh, what Carl Jung might call the unlived life, until that uh, presents itself and you have to face your internal state. If you haven't actually experienced that, then this video probably won't make any sense to you. However, um, unless uh, you're going to live in some commune somewhere and, or completely go off grid, which is very unpractical for the average person, people who value spirituality uh, very often come into conflict with themselves. So I can speak from my own experience that uh, I was in my early 20s and the way I saw the world completely changed in, in more or less an instant. It was very quick. And over a period of a couple of weeks, I was questioning what I was, what I had been doing my entire life, and what I should be doing from that moment onwards. Um, and I had to make that change, and it was a difficult process. I had an identity crisis. I think it would probably be labelled as didn't know who I was, didn't uh, value the same things that I valued before, and one of those value systems is money, uh, which obviously is intrinsically linked to the workplace. A lot of people make a living solely for money, not because they enjoy what they do, uh, but just to survive in, uh, I'm in the UK, it's quite expensive to live here. In the US, it's quite expensive. There are other places around the world that are far less expensive, um, but you cannot make a living in the same way as you do here. So we're very blessed uh, in what we call the West to have the the basic needs, the survival needs met uh, by the government if we can't do it ourselves. So we're very blessed here. But in terms of the workplace, in terms of uh, how that evolves as we evolve as people, it does take courage to pull the trigger when you have these value shifts. If we look at the spiral dynamics model, we have, um, we could say, let's say blue, orange, uh, and then green, so blue being very uh, law and order, and um, you know the police force and uh, governmental agencies, things like that. And then we have orange, which is more the entrepreneurial type, the business leaders that can go very much out of control. We see a lot of that in the destruction of nature, when out of control business leaders will do anything to make a profit to increase their bottom line. That's the toxic version of it. The positive version of it is, in my opinion, a lot of the cryptocurrency arena where it's moving more towards individual freedom and liberty. Uh, and then you move into the greens, according to the spiral dynamics model, whereby it's very uh, socialistic. Uh, everybody is equal. There isn't much of a hierarchy. Uh, the meritocracy falls in on itself. And in terms of the workplace here, you'll probably be uh, moving into what I mentioned before in the commune. They'd like to move to some sort of commune. It's more uh, what we could call hippie. 
and people who, who are operating in the green zone, you'll probably see them on the news, on the media. Uh, we've got one in the UK now called Just Stop Oil and we have um, the, the um, other radical environmentalists. Very often they fall down that line of work. Is it work? Is it volunteer? I don't know, but you'll see those type of people in that environment. What I tend to see is that the more uh, human values freedom in the sense of individual freedom and, and freedom for expression and freedom for the others to be able to be who they are, the more that people value that and, and see that as a, as a natural state, um, the more they reject anything that squashes that freedom. And now that doesn't mean you can go around saying anything you want to be saying uh, without consequence. That's not the way, you know, reality works, society works. You need to have more intelligence than that, right? But if this internal freedom is suppressed, then there is always going to be a, con a contracted energy within the, within the individual. So if you're in the workplace and that freedom is limited, which is probably going to happen in a normal nine to five job, there's going to be very, very few that don't have that. Then there's always going to be that friction within the person, right? Particularly if you've had some, you know, spiritual awakening or something, it's going to be very difficult because the people that you surround yourself with don't have any interest in that scenario, right? You've probably had um, work friends and you'll be talking to them and you talk about completely different things. They're not interested in you talking about your you know, awakening or reading spiritual books or whatever. They're not interested in that. They're not interested in how society develops or anything. All they're bothered about as a rule is getting through the day, getting their paycheck. Um, and probably they're going to be talking about worldly events. And I'm very conscious here not to judge people and put everybody in the same box, but I'm just speaking from my experience. This is how usually that type of environment shows up. And obviously you have more advanced workplaces um, where the, the, the uh, more intelligent and more evolved people will be flocking together, birds of a feather flock together. And you'd also have the lower uh, intelligences um, and lesser developed egos who also flock together and the conversations will differ. So if you're operating what may be uh, lesser developed egos compared to yourself, it's going to be very difficult to have a satisfying and fulfilling work life. So some of the things that I'd suggest is to uh, have the courage uh, to pull the trigger on what you perceive to be your highest ideals. Okay, because they are a construct of the mind. They're not actually a reality. They are what you're perceiving them to be. Now, very often it's the intuitive state. So you have to get out of the way. So whatever you're feeling in your body, right? Put, take action on that. That is the energy. The energy that's arising in the body. Very often if you feel that and move towards it, life reward you in some way without all the mystical stuff on top of it life tends to reward you if you move towards the energy that you're feeling in the intuitive state you don't need to make sense of it you don't need to know where that's coming from just move and lean into things and life will give you 
these, these pointers. Practically speaking, look what you're good at. So I saw on Twitter, um, a smart guy said something like, find what you find really easy to do when everybody else finds difficult. And very often you can monetize that because you can sell your services as a consultant or you can run a course or something online and you can monetize that. Uh, but you have to have the courage to do it because very often you're not going to have any income for a few months as you're building this thing. You could build it on the side as you're, uh, as you're working at your normal job. But you have to have the, the internal steadiness to be able to, to handle that uncertainty because that's what most people are clinging on to. They're clinging on to that certainty, that knowing when there is no inherent knowing here. That there is, it's, everything is completely uncertain. You know, you can think quite excessively about where you want to be going. Uh, you think you might know where you're going. But everybody who watches this will be able to grasp to some level that life will throw you curveballs and very often those curveballs are what you are wanting and needing in order to move where life wants you to move. See, nature is doing you. You are not doing life. Life is doing you through you. But that can only be recognized when your uh, conditioned mind, when the thinkingness is out of the way. So yes, there's practical steps that we can take in our work life. As we spiritually evolve using the spiral dynamics model as a reference point again, you naturally become more benign and compassionate in, uh, particularly you have to jump into the level two, into the yellow and turquoise, but you naturally become more compassionate. So you won't want to be in a job where, uh, you know, there's a manipulation going on and, and a, a zero sum game going on. In the, in the yellow, it's very much uh, seeking knowledge and information. So you'll see a lot of people selling information online who are at that level. You'll see a lot of people in the turquoise arena, which is one up from the yellow, who would be um, in a commune again, but actually building out some uh, interdependent society there. So th th there's many that you can see on YouTube growing at the moment because of what's gone on the last few years. Uh, and also turquoise shows up in a lot of different places, but generally speaking, they won't be in a big organization because they value their spirituality and their growth more than they value making money. Because the, the, the value on money will change as we change. As the, the ego develops before it's sort of transcended, the ego will value money for power's sake. And then it will value money for what money can do. And then it may evolve into completely not needing money at all. And you end up in a cave as a Buddhist monk. That will show up in various different ways for differently for everybody, right? But it's, it's always a good idea to have these reference points so that we can understand what's actually going on in our psyche and understand how developed we are. Because we always, the ego always likes to think that it's more advanced and more evolved than what it actually is. And uh, it's very easy when you're in a workplace where you consider the people lesser than in terms of development than you, it's easy to belittle them unknowingly and being unconscious. I think in closing, it's probably a good idea to mention here that 
you become the the average of the people that you surround yourself with. I know that's like a personal development idea, but that is a reality. And uh, the the level of consciousness of the people that you surround yourself with will either drag you up or will pull you down. So it's uh, it's always a good idea, in my opinion, to be conscious of those that you're surrounding yourself with. If they are acting on bad habits, if they are acting on uh, some toxic uh, conformist type ideology, and uh, if if all they can think about is the deeply entrenched noise of the world, it's probably a good idea to uh, consciously look for other groups of people and other workplaces. If you need to take yourself out of the, the workplace for, for a period of time, that is probably a good idea. If you need to surround yourself with uh, uh, people who are where you perceive yourself to want to be, go and do that. But you've got to have the courage to go and do it. Okay, so that's the end of this video. I hope that is helpful somewhat. Thank you for watching. I'll see you in the next one. Hit the subscribe button and do all that other good stuff. I appreciate it.